following podcast may contain strong language. Listener discretion is advised. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to Hallmark of Greatness Half Christmas Month, the podcast where we hold your hand up the climbing wall to ring the bell of Hallmark and made-for-TV movies. I'm Joe, and with me as always, she's here to help you whether it's grooming a horse, making a wreath, or poking a chlorine-obsessed man, it's Beverly, I mean Bernie! Yay! <laughs> and fresh from the hospital, after having her stomach pumped to remove five pounds of semi-cooked hot dog sausage and hot chocolate, it's Katie! How did you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's all you ate on the gastric That's all I ate! Plates upon plates of it. If you would like to keep in touch with us at Hallmark Greatness and gossip and that, you can follow us on Twitter at Hallmark Great, all one word, or we are on Instagram and Facebook at Hallmark of Greatness. It's half Christmas. Hooray! Woo! Feliz Navidad, especially to our one Spanish listener. Hey, but they downloaded a lot. So, <laughs> what is it? Grande salads, por favor. Yeah. <laughs> Big salads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, is it you? <laughs> Tricking me. Um, so yes, it's half Christmas because there is such a huge swathe of Hallmark Christmas films. We can't do them all at Christmas. We tried last year. It nearly killed me. So we're going to try and space them out uh, as best we can. Um, but leading us into this, this was, I can't remember who picked this. I think this was Katie's choice. Yeah. 2005's Meet the Santas, or as I've been calling it, Too Many Santas, <laughs> when in reality, there's not enough Santas, there's not enough Mrs. Santas, that's the problem, no. No. I, uh, starring everyone's least favourite police academy, Steve Gutenberg. Oh, um, I've not seen it. I've seen Police it. Academy, first no. one's alright, beatbox Jones. Um, Barney, your plot synopsis for Meet the Santas slash Too Many Santas. <laughs> Helen Wang is unlucky in love. Every time she meets a nice guy, he's too into his career and doesn't have a side hustle. She takes matters into her own hands and signs up to speed date him. But the catch is they are all Santas from various other countries. Will she fall in love with Pierre Noel, France? Abba Changalu, Afghanistan? Or Queen Mab from Canada? The only thing stopping her is that five-minute timer. I mean, to be fair, that is a script I could write. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say you need to go work with a Hallmark then. <laughs> yeah. Like that's way He's better than that's way better than by hook or crook, which was what we had before, which was about a woman who writes books and has and gets writer's block and has to come to Britain to a small farming community where she's harassed by sheep, but not in a scary way. And the local shepherds cruel to her, and then they get together and yeah, I don't know. in a bo peep sort of way. Well, by hook or crook, is it? You see, that's the yeah, it, that, that, but that's way better. That's actually like not funny because it's good. <laughs> The names are funny. <laughs> uh, Queen Rab, isn't that her from The Boys? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Abba um, Changaloo is my favourite one. That's good, yeah. At least you didn't do it in a silly voice like someone. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, the actual synopsis. Because she is marrying the man who assumed the mantle of Santa Claus last Christmas, Beth's postponed wedding has to be rescheduled for Christmas Eve. Overwhelmed by selling the house she and her son share, and the prospects of the duties of Mrs. Claus, she has to call on her estranged socialite Grinch of a mother, a bit harsh, to arrange the wedding. Of course, the mom has never met the fiancé or his family, and has no inkling of his, uh, of his secret. This is a sequel to 2004's Single Santa Seeks Mrs. Claus, which we haven't seen, so I feel we're missing out on some of the finer plot intricacies of this. Like, <laughs> if only elves are allowed in the North Pole, who's that random dude that's always there? Like, what was he called? Like, Meaty or whatever. It wasn't called Meaty. Meaty? No, not Meaty. Um, the... Ernest. Ernest. Yeah, he's not an elf. Yeah. I don't understand why Ernest lives forever through all the different Santas, but all the Santas... Die normally, it die, yes. Why does he get to live forever? He's just some, he's just the admin guy. That's the curse of Ernest. He just has to do admin (laughs) to the heat death of the universe. Well, he might quit his job because he gets a little bit of a thing later on. I bet he does, yeah. Um, (laughs) I mean, let's let's get into this big old festive cake of silly nonsense. It opens on an annoying, annoyingly loud Christmas music and a small precocious child giving us the plot of the first film, which is basically Beth's husband has died. She's met Nick, Nick Claus, uh, played by Steve Gutenberg, and he is the son of Father Christmas. Was it Papa Chango or whatever? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And they keep meaning to get married, but it's been postponed because... Nick is so busy. This is the year he has to take over, even though his dad's still alive and could still do it at any point. He just he chooses not that to. Old, is he? No, he can go around a golf no, he course. He looks like normal Santa. Like yeah, how he's described. If I, you know, I can uh, the Tim Allen one where his beard keeps growing in and he keeps shaving it and that. Yeah. If I no. saw Steve Gutenberg coming down my chimney, I'd be like, "Where's the actual Santa and why are you burgling me, Steve Gutenberg?" <laughs> We should work the Santas until they're old and frail, like the Queen. You know, why, are they, why does the, he get to fit? Oh, like the Queen, not like the Queen's making Santas work. <laughs> <laughs> you can yeah. die when I do. She's already dead, mate. Evergreen episode. He, he doesn't. He shouldn't get to retire early and go play golf the rest of his life. Like. No, that was it. I thought like, you work until you die. The, the one in Noel does. The one in the Tim <laughs> Allen one gets murdered. So that's a different kettle of fish entirely. Like, but. Nick isn't old enough to be Father Christmas. That's the, the thing. I don't know. But yeah, uh, so they're looking to get married, uh, but he's too busy. <clears throat> she can't go to the North Pole until they're married. Because there's some draconian rule <laughs> about non-elves and, uh, what was it? Miss Only Santa and elves are allowed at the North Pole and Mrs. Claus. But because they haven't got married, even though they've been together for at least a year, like they're not living in sin. She knows his secret. So if anything did go wrong, she could go to like one of those um, National Enquirer newspapers and like I boffed Santa. <laughs> Have a I... picture of her stood outside North Pole looking sad. Pointing. <laughs> yeah, but this and um, Ernest is this. These are the rules imposed by the Watcher, Ernest. Ernest <sighs> and his list. So many lists. He just hands out swatches of stuff all the time, doesn't he? So he must be so. I just think he must be so annoyed. He doesn't get any of the credit. He clearly does most of the work. He's like the manager of the North Pole, isn't he? I mean, they never should have sort of privatized the North Pole because there's so many departments that that don't really communicate. They only communicate through Santa, which seems a lot of pressure to put on one person's shoulders, especially when they have to deliver all the toys in the world as well in one night. Well, every 
North Pole seems to have like a manager because in the Tim Allen one, um, that Bernard is like Bernard, the yeah. earnest. Yes. The earnest of that film. So. The earnest. The uh, earnest. Also, bonus fat points for all the elves being played by little people. <sighs> well, what other roles are they going to take? I mean, other acting roles? Like, you know, they can act. They don't just have to put silly hats on once a year. And... No, they have no. to be dwarves or elves. I know, but it's sad, isn't it? So anyway, um, he goes back and he's like, right, Beth, we're going to get married um, now. Uh, no, sorry, in six days, 11 days time? Christmas 11 Eve. days, yeah. 11 days time, they're going to get married. Uh, and she's like, great, then we can all move to the North Pole. And I'm like, that's not nice. That's good, yeah. No. <laughs> but he's spending a lot of time away. And she's been raising Jake on her own, which she has been doing anyway, so there's no difference there. But she's like, we can't, I can't arrange all this in 11 days. It's, it's Christmas Eve. No one's going to be ready to do stuff. And I was like, well, yeah, but... If you only want a small wedding, you could literally yeah. get someone to do it. Do you? Do you? Right. And then have a proper wedding later on once once Christmas is out of the way. But no, it's got to be perfect and romantic, you kept saying. I need to have my chicken. Otherwise, yeah. I won't get married properly. It's the day before. You can have to. Well, it's America, isn't it? Do they have to make Christmas in America? No, they have it for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Didn't they have hams or something for Christmas? Yeah, I think we've, ha- we think we've been down this line of questioning <laughs> before. <laughs> uh, I, I have a pot noodle. But you have mojitos, don't you? Yeah, that's my Christmas day. Just mojitos and then Doctor Who. Oh. And I've wrote, he's just said Donda instead of Donna. Yeah, and then they have an argument about that. And she's like, yeah. well, he's Santa, he would know. And I was like, would he? Because he's no. got it wrong. Yeah. So they agree. They're trying to sort this out. She's like, no, we're not getting a wedding planner. Um, they go and speak to actual Father Christmas and Mrs. Christmas, who are playing golf. But before this, right, Jake <laughs> says, why can't you just use magic to fix it? And Nick says, I can only use magic to help others. In the next scene, him yeah. and Father Christmas are fucking about with a golf ball for like a minute. <laughs> right? And that's not helping anyone, is it? That's just yeah. for bants. Because I've actually wrote, sure he just said he can only use magic to help others. Nope. nope. He does Seconds it. later. <laughs> he's abusing that power. He's like, he'd be a terrible Santa. He'd be evil Santa. But surely as well. Sorry, I'm giving away the whole plot. But pushing it forward would save Christmas. Yes. So it would help other people to just magic it. Yeah, if you look at it in the long term, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You got to think of yeah, the greater Santa. good. The greater good. The weird bit is he asks his mum to be Mrs. Claus, and I'm like, don't like that. <laughs> is that allowed? So she's like, <laughs> she's like, I can't do that. And like old Father Christmas is like, yeah, that's the one rule we have. No, no incest. No going up a generation. <laughs> well, to be fair, later on we find out that he might not even be their son. He could be adopted. It's all. What else can we throw at this film? What about this? All right, yeah, yeah we'll take that. But yeah, Santa's only Santa's don't have a like a, a elongated lifespan either. So every forty years, you're replacing a training up and replacing a Santa. The Santa's only really got the beard and belly for like five years of his working life. Unless in the off season, they're like pushing lasagna into his face and giving him HRT. I have to do this. This is for my job. I need to be eating this yeah, lasagna like, every day. Like Garfield. <laughs> I could get on board with that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah that's, it sounds like a pretty good job to retire at 50 or something and then go... And just walk around Florida. In red all in day. In red. It's red that, track it, boots. Awful that, red track Ain't that shocking for Florida, that, apparently. <laughs> <sighs> so they agree that... They're going to have to get her mum involved. Um, is it Joanna? 
Yeah. Yeah, it's her mum, who she hasn't told about Nick. No. No. Does she know she's with him, but not that he's Santa Claus? Oh, is that it? Right. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, cause... she definitely doesn't know that she's, he's Santa Claus. So she, yeah, because there's lots of, what, candy canes? <sighs> Feels weird doing note... this. In... No, it doesn't. My next note is, this kid is making a mayonnaise and peanut butter sandwich. So I don't know what that was about. He obviously really annoyed oh, me. Oh, I thought, it... oh, was it mayonnaise? I thought it was that fluff. Marshmallow, uh, stuff. marshmallow stuff that they have. Oh, well, that would make more sense. Yeah, I mean, people put mayonnaise on everything, but oh, yeah, I, but I just thought that's wrong. Um, so they 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 arrive there because her mum is like some sort of wasp, like ultimate wasp. Oh, I don't understand her character. I don't get it. She's just meant to be uptight and distant, isn't she? She's meant to be it's a, very a, a, organized and good at social. Situations, yeah. Like, I bet that what uh, I bet what. that Beth had like a cotillion sort of thing. Like, there's a lot of regattas in their past, you know, it's that <laughs> that sort of people. But they arrive there, and she's just <sighs> your daughter's happy. The new fella, bit weird, keeps ho hoing, running, <laughs> not ho hoing, going, Jimmy Carr, and then. And and your grandson has got a father figure, right? That's that's sort of what you want for your child, isn't it? I'd imagine. But no, she's a knob about like it. He's not good enough, awesome, for her country club. Yeah, well, it's probably true because he does. He has got a weird laugh. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't want to take him take him up the golf club anywhere. Would you? Mm, <laughs> take him well. up the golf club. That's what she said. Hey, yeah. uh, we're also introduced to Winnie, who I love in this. Oh, is she the one whose boobs don't fit in that uniform? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was designed for another lady who couldn't do it, and they were like, "Just cram them in, win." Like, I was just... just like, "Oh, she must be so uncomfortable." <laughs> Listen, all the shots, but yeah, uh, she should have had like a fun Scottish or Irish accent. I thought that would have made her better as a character. <laughs> but she just lives on her own, Joanna, with Winnie. Uh, her all the time, but yeah. still use treats her as a servant, like, and not as like a confidant or a a roommate. Know... <laughs> yeah, well, say that, don't they? All those people in history that never got married but lived mysteriously with a roommate all their lives. Yeah. <laughs> but the Except... mum kind of in, kind of well, as they might have done, kind of insinuates that she might be pregnant. Yes. Not... You don't have to get married Shotgun early way. because of it. She was like, no, <laughs> it only comes once. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Got it out of the way. And she's like, right, uh, I'll sort it all out then. Uh, you go and like freshen up. Like, can Nick just teleport? Yeah, Ernest he can to teleport go into another it... room and then he's yeah. like, and he's gone. Right. He goes into another room and they make a tricky noise. When yeah, they I wasn't sure whether it was like he had to teleport like just outside the North Pole and walk because he's always late for everything. But if you could teleport, just literally teleport outside the door and walk in. Well, Ernest does, doesn't he? Because I'd be like, oh, bloody hell, he's here again, making you jump. <laughs> just, you couldn't live your life like that, could you? You're on the toilet, Ernest, ah, you know. <laughs> you're getting your hair cut. Ah, yeah, no, Ernest is a menace. He goes to the North Pole. There's problems with um, each each grade has its own naughty list and all this nonsense. <laughs> there is a train that goes around <laughs> with a, a little person riding it, looking like they're having the best day. <laughs> It's like, it was, he had a big old smile on his face and I was like, good on you, sir. He's like, oh, I have to get back for this meal. They get back. He's late. Because what is it? Early is on time and on time is late. And I was like, I hate that. That's like, yeah, if, you, if you've time to lean, you've time to clean. That sort of stuff. <laughs> it's, uh, it's things said by assholes. 
He arrives, and she's like, "Oh, we eat on the hour here." <laughs> what is what, wrong every with hour? You? <laughs> You're hyperglycemic. What's wrong with you? <laughs> she sits down, and she's like, "Winnie, you may serve the food now." And if I was Winnie, I'd have dribbled in that, and like it'd be full of pubes and all. It'd just be yeah. Because fuck this woman, like. She's just horrible. There's no redeeming character to her no, at all, no, whatsoever. Really she serves them what appears to be chocolate pudding, for starters. <laughs> well, my kind of <laughs> meal. <laughs> Would it blow everyone's mind if I ate my dessert first? <laughs> no, she serves what appears to be chocolate pudding and, like, a big old bowl of cream or mayonnaise, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone loves the mayonnaise. And she's like, right, I've sorted this. Uh, I've organised the all this stuff. And she's like, I didn't want that, Mum. I just wanted a small wedding. Oh, no, we have to get all these. And Nick is not supportive in any way of his future wife. No. He's just... And then his, his phone goes and he's like, oh, I have to take it because it's... Oh, is this when that knobhead arrives? Mark. Mark, who can't say Nick, keeps calling him Nico or something. It's that, that um, technique from Friends, isn't it, where you have to say their name slightly wrong? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it feels very much like a pickup technique that yeah, um, guys yeah, in big hats would teach you on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'd had a few too many drinks here because I wrote, this is awkward and weird. He's in Tupperware. Who's in Tupperware? <laughs> um, no, is it not that um, Mark comes in and he's like, oh, what do you do? And he's like, oh, I work in a family-owned business sort of thing. Oh, in Tupperware. <sighs> he he in gets Tupperware a phone call dealer. or something. And yeah, and he's like, oh, he, he, he works with his mother. And I'm like, mate, you didn't get your job for yourself. It's your dad. You got a job working in your dad's company and you'll do the same to your child because you're a bunch of pricks. Uh, the lineage goes back yeah, to the Yeah, yeah. Oh, just no, not a, slaves. Not a chin between them, yeah. Oh, he, they're outside. They're doing some shit about the North Star. There's an excellent fake owl hooting, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, also, classic trope of Hallmark. The music is incredibly loud all the way through it. All and they're the drinking hot chocolate. They're drinking hot chocolate. She's like, my mum never loved me. I slept in that wing of the house. And then she slept <laughs> in that wing over there. And I was, okay, well, like, you weren't poor, though, but... She does say it at some point. I can't remember if it's here. She goes, we weren't rich, we were comfortable, which, as everyone knows, is rich people. Rich people think, oh, we are rich, but we don't want to... We're really rich if we just... Rub it in. You've got a servant. <laughs> like, that's rich in anyone's book, isn't it? And then Santa, Nico, says, oh, we were a bit more down to earth. Um, you Santa Claus? How is that down to earth? Yeah, but Santa doesn't get paid for it, does it? No, that's the... It's not living down to earth, though, is it? Travelling, using magic. To... No, it's a very fantastical life you are leading <laughs> at that point. I'd rather be Santa than rich, I think. Have magic. Um, well, you'd have to be Mrs Santa, because it's not allowed, is it? It's not my rules, it's Ernie. Any job they want, Joe. In my book, yes, they can. If (laughs) if Noel told us anything, it's that um, women can be whatever they want to be, especially Santas. But according to Ernest, the rules are set in stone, so much so that Nick hasn't seen his wife and stepson in a year because they can't fax it to him or email him, even though he says they take emails to Santa now. So I think Ernest secretly fancies Nick. Well, he's popping backwards and forwards. Why couldn't he do that all year round? Why Why has he not seen him for a year? If all he has to do is walk into another room and then he's in the North Pole, that's the easiest commute in the world. 
I've also put, why is everyone sad about a Christmas Eve wedding? My friend got married on Christmas Eve and Ellis got smashed and we went midnight mass and he stood up and pushed all the pews back. (laughs) (laughs) That's a different film, isn't it, Al? Uh, no, it's because uh, because they're posh people, isn't it? Because they're 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 they're, they're having they galas tradition. and balls and and stuff in the run up to Christmas, aren't they? Mm. So they can all outdo each other by just standing around idly chit chatting. I think this must have been you know they were talking. She basically changed all the wedding plans. For yeah. them. I've put good point about the chicken, but I don't know what what was the point about the chicken. They're what not going to want to eat chicken because they'll be having turkey at Christmas. Oh, uh, so they do eat turkey. Oh. I don't film. think so. Well, I think I'm sure when we looked it up last time, it's it's mostly ham or just like cold cuts. I think like they could have chicken. And... I just don't think she doesn't like chicken. Does Joanne? Yeah, I think it's too basic. I have quail then. <laughs> have reindeer meat. Yeah, have donda. Donda, donda kebabs. You could have. <laughs> How big is this donda? Oh no, they don't. They don't want bread wrapped around that. Right, so what are we on now? Oh, Christ knows. This is oh, where I started to zone out slightly. She can't make cookies. Ernest turns up again. Ernest, Ernest. is like the Beverly. Of the... <laughs> are you a Beverly? Are you an Ernest? Be- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he shows we were, up and he's like... We were just about to talk about Mark arriving, weren't we? And immediately sexually assaulted her with the mistletoe. Um, oh. Again, he went in hard with that, didn't he? Yeah. And Nick just stood sat there and took it. And like If that was anyone else, he'd have had a bread knife in his ribs. Yeah. Yeah, just it wasn't even parents. like a fun sort of oh, give me a little peck on the cheek. It was like deep kissing tongues. Yeah. yeah. So it's that this weird. is the connection man. So he is Willock. Who was the dad in not the last film we talked about, the film before. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's him. So what what was that Love Second Chance or whatever that film? And the, the dad dad in that this that the dad dad who said two things. Yeah. Oh yes, right. Yeah. Who, who just dabbed things around town. Yes. This is uh, um sexual assaulty mark now. Yeah, because like when they're outside as well later on, he comes out and grabs her. She yeah. goes, Oh, well, I'm gonna go now. And he's like, No, you're not. And I was like, mm. I want, I want to see Nick appear with like some crackers, like a nunchuck, and just twat him around the head until the little plastic moustache falls out the end. <laughs> everyone, like, everyone just acts like it's completely normal. Everyone's, I mean, the mom's not rich, even upset. He's a rich white male, so I'm fairly sure he's got away with it all his life. Mm. Um, Hasn't managed to bag a girl there, has he? No, because he's pining after Beth, even though she has some tremendously interesting hair designs in this film as well. <laughs> it's the same hair piece. It's the, it's the bumper. It's the yes. But she's literally got a hairpiece that she's stuck into a ponytail because even when she gets married, she just poofs her hair up and she's still got the ponytail. Oh, well, it's not as good as Lego hair, but... <laughs> she's kept her hair only one year, not 30. <laughs> In case I get married again. So, anyway, yeah. Winnie Ernest, now... Ernest oh, shows one. up and he's like, you need to learn to make cookies because that's what Mrs Claus does. And she's like, well, I can't do that. And he goes, well, okay then. This was a waste of everyone's time. Santa, you need to come and make cookies for the elves. And he's like, that's not my job. Well, someone has to. You do it, Ernest. Make the elves do it. He delegates. He's the manager. You don't get to live forever by making everyone cookies, Joe. He's a fool. Get to live fool. forever by delegating. No, I hate him. Uh, it's- I've put at this point, Ernest and the mum are going to fall in love. Oh well, there's some foreshadowing. Uh, I'd sort of zoned out entirely at this point because uh, this just wasn't gripping me at all. I've put Winnie has a better apron on now. It covers her boobs. <laughs> Day two. Uh, <laughs> dash out and get that woman an apron. I was very focused on her outfit. 
I mean, it's not wrong with that, is there? Uh, is this where she starts having like a crisis of confidence? Yeah, she gets her mum's voice in her head, doesn't she? Because didn't her mum say something like, you don't know what signature goes best with the silverware or something like that? Yeah, what you signature what goes with the silverware? With... What are you on about, you mad bastard? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. No wonder your daughter can't even make cookies. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not writing with a fish slice. I, I don't. But I don't get the whole type of handwriting anyway, as well. They could write it Sorry. in Cantonese. Write it in my left hand. <laughs> Drunk. But she's so focused on these cookies. Why couldn't she just get Winnie to help her make them? Yeah. Because she's not going to have Winnie has to do it. But she yeah. will be making them, but with help from someone who can actually cook. That's well, it turns out that it's not about her doing it anyway. It's the magic, isn't it? But she's mm. not Mrs. Claus yet, so she hasn't got the magic all up in her. How do you get the magic up in you? <laughs> um, I, I don't want to know. Um, <laughs> Well, when we're in the kitchen, I've put, is that a metal cock and balls on the wall? So maybe that's how the magic gets in here. No, I think it's like a jello mold thing, but I thought, why is there a cock and balls? <laughs> metal one, like a suit of armour. That's Winnie's, that. When um, when Joanna goes away, she's like, walks around with it on. That's why she busts her <laughs> Donging it into stuff. Oh, he also, Nick also uses his magic to make the Christmas tree look slightly better. Who's that helping, Nick? That's an abuse. I've put Nick Senior does it first. Yeah. It's like a competition and they keep coming in and snapping their fingers and making it bigger. And just gaslighting yeah. the, the poor, horrible older woman. It's like SEO trot. Yeah, just keep replacing <laughs> the turtle. <laughs> yeah, uh, because she's not doing well, Nick's parents come and stay for the wedding and they seem to have operated in a world where everyone knows that Father Christmas is real, which he is, kids, but also just tell everyone who you are. <laughs> Which but it doesn't matter because I'm pretty sure Joanna is an 11 on the non-believer scale. Yeah, which yeah. is wrong because they can't be. It's not spinal tap. Scales only go to 10 unless it's Christian Mingle or whatever it is, but it's minus four to plus four. <laughs> but yeah, she's 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 a naughty. But they, they're just like, oh, well, me and the elves. And then um, Ernest has to keep covering for them. And it's like, if I was Ernest, I'd have quit. I'd welcome the sweet, icy embrace of death. <laughs> but then I have to keep working with these generations of fucking idiots but he comes up with this this big long spiel about what the family business is and like if you put two and two together you realize it was father chris but because she doesn't believe because she is an 11 on the non-believer scale she just thinks that they work in like logistics or something it's that joke about he's a ceo isn't he and then because she doesn't want to lie she's he's like the chief elf officer yeah. <laughs> i mean it's, i'm surprised he didn't go not a ceo a ho 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 <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's one thing that was missing. Because he doesn't go ho, 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 does he? He goes... Katie <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, does it better. <laughs> like, no, I was doing I was doing the fake Jimmy Carr from Welcome to a Murder and Successful. Yeah, that's great. Have you seen that, really? No. Oh, you should, it's very good. Um, and so, right, what happens now? Um, they do that making a set the MS scene, don't they? Oh, yeah. <sighs> yeah. I, I wish I would... You never get to make that much of a mess in real life because you have to clean it up yourself, don't you? Yeah. You just put squirty yeah. cream everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, squirty cream. Um, and that's stinky. They also like ruin all the cakes that Winifred had made, which I thought was a bit neat. Oh no, go Winnie. Well, she oh. comes back and thinks it's great. It's all laughs and japes. It's the, it's the first joy she's had in her life in years. <laughs> yeah, probably. Moping around this place with Mrs. Havisham. Yeah. Uh, the night of their big engagement party. Oh, uh, yeah. All of Joanna's friends that she's never mentioned before mm. show up. Uh, 
Yeah, but she's moved all around the country away from them, hasn't she? I think it's all her mum's friends who she thinks. Yeah, she yeah, yeah. <laughs> but again, like, why am I trying to impress people I don't like? She's got that stupid dress on that makes her look like one of those snakes with the kind of neck. Oh, with, uh, a cobra. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nick gets called away to the North Pole. And oh, yeah, right in the middle. Right in the Such middle. Like, again, could have been an email. And then Mark gives a speech. That was a really oh, weird speech. Mark's a dick. Yep, he is a dick. Because he's she like, was my first love. She was my first dance partner. But I never managed to sweep her off her feet like this man has. Well done, you. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that was really lovely. <laughs> and then I wrote, ooh, Ernest is wearing velour. <laughs> he <laughs> I, must is. Have, I must have missed that bit. I was uh, like, oh, it's a lovely speech, Mark. But now velour is entering the building. A velour tracksuit. Why is Nick even there? That's weird, isn't it? It's weird. It weird. Does he not like propose to her at some point as well? Um, no, he's like he's he makes a thinly veiled threat to her, I think. But this film was like quite I found it at times boring, but quite packed at the same time. Like loads of shit has happened all it the let, time. It rushed towards the end because everything seems to happen in the last 15 minutes or so. Mm. Yeah, because the next bit I've got is the family fire. Oh yeah, which makes it Whose family fire? The Frost's fire. Some other family. Who live round the corner, yes. as yeah. it turns out. And they've got to decide what the kids will want. And this is testing her, Mrs. This Claus. This is what Mrs. Killed. Claus's job is. Because if children don't write a letter in, Mrs. Claus has to pick one out of her brain. <laughs> Which is easy, <laughs> isn't it? Teddy bear, doll, sorted. Well, no, because she says that the girl's a tomboy. Fantastic，我的bike，and yeah, she has a panic and has a crisis of confidence. Uh, and she's like, a dollhouse. No, no, no. Uh, a basketball and a bike. Four options available in Santa's workshop. Uh, she's no idea what a child she's never met before would want, which is understandable, isn't it? Mm-hmm. iPad. There you go. In 2004, or whenever this film was on. All right. Oh, uh, a Zen, a Zoom music. A Nokia 3310. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if they did healers in my size, I'd have them. I'd yeah. wear them as well, yeah. <laughs> oh, and then everyone starts being really dramatic and starts cancelling Christmas. Uh, Joanna has a go at Nick for being lower class and poor. Oh, yeah. And I'd be like, full Santa powers activate and just like <laughs> melt her to the wall with Santa rays or something. But no, no, he just like, again, because he's such a wet blanket, takes it. Um, and then she's told that they are really Santa. She's like, no. You're all mental. This is like a shared, it's a shared delusion you all have. Um, and Beth has a breakdown. Another one. She tells Nick she loves him, but she can't marry him because uh, she's not good enough to be Mrs. Claus. Because she doesn't have any... She's got a mum's voice in her head telling her she's not good enough. And she doesn't understand that she's going to get the magic and the magic will do it for her. I don't understand why, why she's kicking off so much. I just think she's just... I think she's just seen the real Nick, like... You're boring, you're basic. You're, big, you're boring. <laughs> and you're poor. <laughs> you're boring, you're basic, and you're poor. I'll see you later. I'm going to marry Pervy Mark instead. Um, so, yeah, obviously, Nick is devastated by this. And then, as if by lack of Christmas magic, everything around the world fails. All the Christmas lights go out and shite. 
Um, People start dragging their trees through the streets. <laughs> yeah, which is normally like January the 4th, isn't it? You do that. <laughs> you start it up to fit in your green bin, your brown bin even. Just do what dad People doesn't throw it on the top the of the garages. <laughs> I'm going to break toys back to the shop. Like, should you just open them sooner? No, Christmas, Christmas is cancelled because there's no Christmas spirit. So, and people are just going to go to work instead, which I'm sure America would love. Um, yeah, that's true. And then, is this like the next morning? They're outside the house, and this child comes along with a on the bike with a ball, and he's like, uh, "They they arrived last night, and it's exactly what I wanted." And it said it's from you, so I've cycled over to say thank you. Although I don't know how you know. Who are you? And why did you get these? How did you get these into my house? <laughs> You're weird. Yeah, and I don't she's like, like this. Oh, maybe I could be Mrs. A good Claus. Santa Claus then. Mrs. Claus, yeah. And then uh, she goes inside, and there he is, just looking miserable. He, like the wet blanket he is. His, 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 he's thingy. Um, <laughs> he had faith in her all along. It was mm-hmm. all. No, you failed the test. You passed the test. No. Um, and then, yeah, they get married. And then they give it, have a, a big kiss in the wedding and all the lights come on. All, yep, the magic all around the world. Oh, I want to point out, though, because Christmas was cancelled, she could have everything she wanted for the wedding. So the caterers she wanted oh. were available. Oh, yeah, well, that's the thing, yeah. And all <laughs> that shit, yeah. So really... She's been uh, a little bit of a bitch. <laughs> I mean, she's got her own way. Uh, I did like to say at one point as well, they said um, a renter judge, which I liked, to officiate the wedding. Yeah. Yeah, which I was like, I mean, I think all judges are rentable. She's got enough money. But yeah, she gets, this, she, gets this, she gets this She gets this. this wedding that they, they always wanted. They do a kiss and then he's like, oh, let's go and do its thingy because it's Christmas Eve. And then, Yeah, we've got like, four hours now to do it before we... Before we consummate. Before we go. <laughs> And then so that's you get it. The magic in you. <laughs> Twice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then that's that. That was the film. Um, I didn't really care for this, to be honest. It just didn't grip me. I, I hated no. the mum. I hated, I hated Mark. I hated all the Santas, all both of them. <laughs> uh, I feel like my synopsis would have been a much better film. I mean, I'm I prepared think- to, 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 to fund that film. <laughs> I think that every time, I mean, every time you've done it twice, but both of them have been better than the actual film. Uh, <laughs> so you've got so to keep that up. <laughs> this is getting uh, a, a shoe full of coal for me. Oh, I liked it in theory more than I actually liked it, actually. If that makes sense. I like no, the concept of it. I just didn't like the execution of it. I, th- yeah. I think it's just because everyone has to be such a, a sort of black and white character. Mm. That you can't, there's no room for like if the mum wasn't such a bitch, it would have been better. If Mark wasn't such a borderline rapist, it would have been better. If Steve Gutenberg wasn't in it and somebody else that was a good actor was in it, that would have been better. Can I ask? There's no ethnic best friend either. No, it's just a honky fest. Yep. The little girl who rides the bike round. Oh yeah. Yeah. But that's it. That's yeah. Your, your, your token gesture in this, sadly. Um, oh, some of the elves. Are, um, I think there's there's some black and there's some Latino in there as well. Because there's a lot of them, so they must have like phoned up every talent agency in the in the area. We'll like, take anyone. We need all your little yeah. <laughs> phrase. It sounds like a good film. It sounds like a Roger Corman film. We need your little people on Dinosaur Island. What are you giving it then? It's got a so- so stocking full of coal. 
for me. Is that is that that's a rating bad. system? Uh, it's what we did for the Christmas ones. It was a, a tangerine or a, or a lump of coal, I think, last time we done it. If you come up with a better <laughs> one, that's... No, that's, I like it. Just uh, getting on board. It can be the, the baby in the manger or it can be that guy that poos in the Spanish manger. <laughs> um, is, he, is he called Mr. Kaka? Have I made that? Yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean, but I don't know his name. He's just always there in the background. We'll, we'll call him uh, Miguel. Yeah, Miguel, Miguel, the booby boy. But yeah, uh, well, we'll come. Well, you've got a week to think of a, a new fun. No, I don't mind system. it. I just needed to to know what the system was. I, mean, I don't think a... it was a full stockings full of coal, but it was definitely on the coalier side. You've got a free stocking though, and some coal to burn. Um, mm, you'd be glad of that. Yeah, Barney. Uh, what are we doing it in? Coal or stockings? Whatever you want to give your rating in. Oh, I will. I will give it one child in a Christmas nativity that's forced to be something random. Oh, like, like grass. Like grass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or oh, the Christmas cactus. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about the Christmas cactus. I mean, uh, I didn't hate it, but it's not one I'd want to watch again. No, it's no. Ghost I don't even factory. really want to watch the prequel to that. No. Not if he's in it, no. I kind of do to see if she's got a different hairpiece in. It, there's a year apart, so she may have had it stolen by a crow <laughs> in the meantime. <laughs> Moving on. It's got your vision all over that, hasn't it? It has. Good one, that. Um, all right, so my facts. So the first one starts off Steve Guttenberg, sort of famous, few people know him as hey. Love of Course. So one of his his quotes made me laugh on IMDb was, I'd rather have two lines in a good movie than lead than the lead in a piece of duty. That's <laughs> a line, <laughs> Stephen. Well, That's this a... is my exact point. So I read that and then I went on to read the facts about him. He has not got a good barometer of what is a good movie. So he turned down the role of Peter Venkman in Ghostbusters yes. to appear in the Police Academy. So that's not a good start. I, he got more more work out of Police Academy. I guess so, but it's not famous. It's not made him famous, has it? No. No. I I'm not watching. So he also turned down the role of the main character in Big, which then went on to be Tom Hanks's breakaway role, wasn't it? Really? Yeah. And he also, and this is the worst one, turned down the lead in Sharknado in which he regretted upon seeing how much the movie had become cult hit. So, <laughs> so he didn't regret Big. I'll go nope. but he regretted regretting Sharknado. Sharknado. I mean, he was in like. Some other stuff. He was in Cocoon, which is yeah, he's been in right. a few things, and Short Circuit as well. Oh, but, uh, oh and Three Men and a, and a Baby as well. But and um, P.S. Your cat is dead. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that one. What's it about? <laughs> Surprisingly, <laughs> just, he ends every letter with that because he just kills cats. Yes, <laughs> your cat is dead. So that was two thousand. So that, but that, that three sort of cultural touchstones for a generation there that he, he he's missed. turned out. He's, yeah, he's not the, good at this. The stonecutters didn't act fast enough there, did they? That's a joke. joke? The stonecutters episode of The Simpsons. Uh, who makes oh, who, yeah. who holds back the electric car? Who makes Steve Gutenberg a star? We do. We do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you see. Oh, it's all linking together. It poorly, Thank but yes. You. <laughs> um, okay, Crystal Bernard is... A <laughs> not a real name. <laughs> it's a name. It's a 
Princess Bernard. <laughs> Crystal Crystal Bernard. <laughs> is Elizabeth Beth or from the the Mrs. Sorts. Okay. Mrs. Claus, yeah, Crystal Bernard. So she's quite a familiar face on US TV. Um, known to be in Happy Days. That was her debut in Happy Days with Bond. That's who? Can't remember to write that down. So oh, that's all right. Fair enough. Um, I thought this was quite interesting. Her IMDb trademark is hissing voice with Southern Belle accent. I mean, I get the Southern Belle accent, but hissing, a hissing voice. Howdy. <laughs> I don't know how you'd, yeah. I mean, that's her trademark. Well done. She's got something that nobody else can do. No. Because it's mental. Because it's weird and not Nobody even, else not should, sure she should does attempt it. to. <laughs> the trademark. And then she's been in loads of things, but I picked out Slumber Party Massacre 2 as one of the ones that she's filming. Oh, if I haven't seen Slumber Party Massacre, will I understand what happened? Oh, who knows? <laughs> so that was in 1987, so she must have been quite a time. I guess yeah. young people uh, have slumber parties, don't they? Yeah. It's, a, it's a slasher film. It's, yeah. A lot of women have a pillow fight and then a guy comes in and stabs them all. Yeah. What more could you ask for? Uh, I mean, I'm sure we'll be doing a lot more of them on Last Orders. That's the way that's going now. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, since, <laughs> since you left, Barney, it's gone right downhill. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Dominic Scott K is the little boy Jake. He's all grown up now, has his own company, a soul patch and hand tattoos. Oh, that's not a good combination. No. I was hoping, I read quickly that he'd... Um, have his own companies and I hope it thought it was gonna be something interesting like he grew his own he grew his own cheese. <laughs> he makes cheese or something like that, but he doesn't he's got like a film film. Him who played Martin Platt in Coronation Street does his own cheese now, doesn't he? He does, it's award winning. Mm. And the um, blur bassist. Yeah, but he's a twat. He's a twat. He's going to um the village my parents live in to talk about cheese apparently. Well if there's free the... samples I'll go there and spin kick him into the river. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, this Dominic Scott K has been in quite a few things as small boy. So he was in Pirates of the Caribbean as, as small, small boy. boy. <laughs> he was like the young Orlando Bloom character. Oh, okay. So quite famous. He was in Charlotte's Web. He's in, he was an ill person in house. And, in the, um, in the, the thing he Charlotte's Web, one with Julia Roberts. Yeah. I watched that the other day. I had a bit of a cry at the end. It always oh, makes me cry. Yeah. I haven't watched it since I was little. Don't know. And they, in a film called They Call Him Sasquatch, which he was just listed as boy. <laughs> they call him Sasquatch. Sasquatch. <laughs> yep. Bigger than <laughs> big. <laughs> so, um, did anyone recognise Ernest? Yes, but I don't know what from. He had one of them faces, I knew him. Yeah, I was like, he looks a bit like, ah, uh, all the way through it. I was like, he reminds me of someone. Go on, yeah. go on. He is Principal Snyder in Buffy the Vampire Show. There we go. Yeah. I, I was thinking, I was getting confused between him and the principal in Back to the Future because they've got a similar oh, bald head, angry yeah. face look. Yeah. It's yeah. Almost... As soon as he's in it, I was like, yes. That's yeah, it. that's him. Yeah. yeah. So he's also been, this means nothing to me, but he's also been Quark in Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Oh, ah, Christ. It's Armin Shimmerman, yes. You can't, oh, yeah, he's got, sorry, I forgot to say his name. He's got, a, he's got a load of prosthetics on him, that, so, yeah. Uh, you'd be forgiven for not reckon. Oh, well, that changes the whole film. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's filling that stocking of Satsumas. Yeah, right, and chucking a couple of hazelnuts in there as well. <laughs> Nah, he was still terrible. 
Right, so the next one is John Wheeler, and he played Mr. Claus. And I wondered if you wanted to guess how many times he played Santa Claus. Ooh. Seven. <laughs> uh, I'm going to guess double figures at least. I'm going to guess 14. No. He's played it twice. <laughs> once in this film and once in the previous film, and then he has no other acting Stop credits it. at all. Nothing at all else. He's played Santa. He can die now. I think he was just someone's granddad or something. I think he's actually Santa. <laughs> Ah. Literally nothing else on IMDb. Took two, or year, took two years off to film this and the previous film. <laughs> uh, had a, had, yeah, had a gap year and then, <laughs> yeah, went back to it. Well, that's bizarre. That well, just, that's thrown me. That's like the woman from Threads who's just, who's just the woman who wets herself. <laughs> that's just her only acting credit is that one thing. Wow. Yeah. And then we've got Marcia and Burz as old Mrs. Claus. Or not that old, but too old to be Mrs. Claus. And then um, she's been in quite a few things, but she played Angie Spinola in Always Sunny. And um, it's quite early on with Frank Dennis. He was on this date with someone he knew from his past. Oh, yes. And yes. she's like, oh, he's, she's wild. She steals motorbikes. And then she turns out just to be kind of a your generic old person who's got like yes. kids. It's when Frank's got his, he's got his wig on. Yeah, He's got his wig on and he goes, yes. I think it's just that you're too old for me. And she goes, I'm two years younger than you, Frank. And he goes, yeah, that's the problem. Yes, yes. <laughs> and you spinola. There we Wow, that's... Everyone's in this film. It's it suddenly, got, a lot of it suddenly got better now that I know there's people who went on to do better things than this, isn't yeah. it, I guess. I mean, I guess it didn't have a big budget because it is Hallmark, isn't it? Yeah. So this isn't really a funny fact. So this is about the mother-in-law or the kind of the... The wasp the, um, lady. Yeah. So that's Marianne Hartley. It's not really a funny fact, but I just thought it was quite interesting. She was raised in accordance with the principles of her psycholo psychologist grandfather, who believes that children should never be held or cuddled. And this apparently this lack of warmth in her home led her to the theatre. And she's obviously using that in her current yeah, role. Yeah, I mean, Jesus. I know. She's good. she's good in the role of being a cold and distant woman. And now but you then know at why. the end when she's supposed to, yes, method acting. Uh, <laughs> but when, when she's supposed to like, oh, I was wrong. She's still doing it through gritted teeth though, isn't yeah. she? Yeah. Also, I also thought you were going to say her Cyclops. <laughs> 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 I was like, she was the Cyclops. Scriptures of the Cyclops. <laughs> yeah, John B. Watson, he was called, and he, yeah, he believed women, should, women, children should never be held or cuddled. So, well, she made a business cool. out of it. So, I mean, yeah. a bit sad though. Like you're bringing out bangers of actors then, and what they've been in, and then this and then sad, just this fact. sad, this sad fact of yeah, she never, she never felt the the, the warmth never... of the human being. <laughs> Yeah, it was quite interesting, but yeah, not funny. Not funny. She's dead now. She hugged someone and then got a disease immediately. <laughs> and her dad went, told you. Yeah, yeah. And then he fired a laser beam out of his eye. <laughs> you know, didn't do any harm. She got a job. She got, was admitted to acting. Oh, stop sticking up for the Cyclops. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he was right. Maybe he was right. Not everyone gets to be famous. <laughs> it's a high price to pay. It is. But she, um, so again, she had some good kind of credits. So she was in also in Star Trek and The Incredible Hulk, the one in 1978, and an episode of MASH. Yeah, MASH. everyone was in MASH at some point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's the law and order of the uh, 70s. <laughs> yeah. That's all my facts.
Lovely. Facts complete. Right, I've done a top and a bottom this week. Oh, sorry, Mrs. So, Claus. <laughs> Better than the last one is by Carol Hardy Kane. And she Carol reviewed it. Hardy Kane. <laughs> she exclusively do Christmas movies. Not Candy Kane. She's well hard. She's got a Hardy Kane. She's Jeff <laughs> Hardy. <laughs> anyway, she gave it a nine out of ten. I Jesus, have- Candy Kane. <laughs> Not as good as the previous one. Was that a 10 out of 10? No, better than the first oh, one. Oh, okay, okay, sorry. I got confused by the name. Sorry. And she tells you now why she left a star okay, off. Sorry, sorry. I'll, st- I'll stop interrupting. <laughs> I, I still have to leave one star off because of the constant ho, ho, ho laugh by Nick. With you on that one, Hardy. Yeah. <laughs> An occasional one would have been enough. And I think that the idea of the Santas being, well, actually, the Santas was carried a little far by everything they owned being red. <laughs> But I love the Christmas tree that Nick kept making bigger. <laughs> Once more, folks, this is a Christmas movie. It is not great filmmaking, and it isn't, brackets, usually going to be Oscar material. It's just a happy, enjoyable little movie that should, all in caps, make most people, brackets, Scrooge accepted, smile. <laughs> oh, okay. And come on, Crystal Bernard is beautiful and talented, and the guy that plays Santa is cute and lovable. Quite lucky. Oh, quit looking for great films and enjoy Christmas. There are good Christmas films. You shouldn't have to settle for Drek like this. Sure. Also, make people laugh. Also, cute and thingy. Steve Gutenberg looks like a pickled walnut. <laughs> cute and lovable. Maybe oh. she really likes pickled walnuts. Possibly, yeah. And then the other end of the spectrum. Here we go. Come on. <laughs> got... Come on, imaginary hippo. <laughs> no, it's Manic Six. Oh, took six of them to write this. <laughs> One out of ten. Titled Plot. What plot? <laughs> I can understand the appeal of a joyous Christmas movie. I can understand the appeal of having a man become Santa Claus. I can understand the appeal of the Christmas magic being saved by the unity of the new Santa and the new Mrs. Claus. So where was it? They seem to like just show randomly skip from scene to scene without care or letting the audience know why. What happened? Why are things a catastrophe one minute and I'll fix the next? I still have no idea. <laughs> Out of work B-listers like Stevie Guttenberg and Crystal Bernard, I can understand this is the next logical career choice. But Marriott Hartley, you used to have so much class. <laughs> she must have been crying at the end because her agent couldn't get her a better movie to be in. It takes more than a red suit and a forced ho-ho-ho to make Christmas magic. Crying at the end because somebody touched her. And <laughs> her, her skin peeled off. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's harsh. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't, you know, it didn't give me eye cancer or anything, but... I love these people who, like, give, really give their all into writing these reviews. Like, on Amazon. On Amazon, yeah, like, yeah. really, like, bringing out their creative writing Chops. seminar that they went to. <laughs> yeah. Henceforth, uh, <laughs> that was... Uh, watch Too out many for the Sanders, or whatever it was called. <laughs> Is that a Santa in your pocket or are you just pleased to see me? Uh, Meet the Santas, which was clearly also riffing off the Meet the Fockers parents thing at that point as well, wasn't it? Again, another thing to confuse your granny when you ask for that on DVD and you get this in mistake. Uh, Transmorphers. Yeah. Um, It was terrible, but there we go. Uh, We'll 
Uh, so you next... We're doing one a week of these, aren't we, you mentalists? Right. Yeah. For whatever it is, I can't remember. Snowman. Snowman. Oh, Snowman. Snowman has promised. I wrote honest. my synopsis for that, too. Oh, <laughs> don't ruin it. Uh, your favourite lines from the film, though. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you are the dumbest smart girl I've ever met. Not me, oh. Not me. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. I didn't put it on, I put it in the water.